0: And now it's time for a letter to Hong Kong with Joseph Lee, legislator representing the health services sector. The following program is a personal view program. Dear Sylvania, how are you doing? A very warm weather with chilly spell is expected to last for a few more days. So remember to bundle up yourself while going to work. Since last December, Hong Kong has been overwhelmed by a strong outbreak of seasonal inferences. And the search has been continued till now. To prevent community outbreak, kindergartens and primary schools has to take an early term break. Bread occupancy of most public hospitals has been reaching their new heights to more than 120%. The waiting time of most accident and emergency departments has been stretched to a breaking point of up to more than eight hours. It is therefore not surprising to see that both patients and nurses are extremely disturbed and disappointed by the hospital authorities' reactive approach in managing this year's winter surge crisis. Some nurses share their current work situation with me in the past few weeks, saying that they are not able to finish their daily work even if they skip their meal time or going into toilet. Some of their wards were overloaded with 20 more patients than their original capacity of 44. Yes, the manpower of nurses has never increased. They also asked that night shifts were even worse, with only two nurses taking care of over 50 patients. In addition, they were requested to settle piles of unnecessary non clinical documentations, which has stretched them further to their limit. Obviously, the hospital authority has never learned from experience. Since flu outbreaks have already become a predictable episodic health crisis, the hospital authorities should be able to instigate proactive and precautionary strategies to stop such catastrophe from repeatedly challenging our public hospital systems. However, the hospital authority, once again, could only deal with the crisis in a passive and reactive manner, and in such a way to further expose the administration's ineffectiveness and inadequacy. Looking back, in the last summer, An endemic of flu outbreaks has also flooded the public health systems. At that time, the Association of Hong Kong Nursing Staff forwarded a series of recommendations to the government, requesting the government to earmark additional resources and contrive exceptional measures to support the already overloaded frontline nurses, so as to resolve the crisis and help to address staff's frustrations. These recommendations include flexible allocation of internal resources, speeding up the recruitment of part-time staff, streamlining of the special honorarium scheme, reducing unnecessary clinical documentations, suspension of all the hospital accreditation activities, expanding service capacities of general outpatient clinics, and charging non-urgent patients to general practitioners in the community. Disappointingly, Apart from paying lip service, the hospital authorities has adopted none of these suggestions to alleviate the manpower pressure. This inertia has put the operations of public hospitals on the verge of collapse. In an attempt to help resolving such present situations in this winter surge crisis, the Association of Hong Kong Nursing Staff once again ran a full-page newspaper advertisement in late January making an appeal to the public to support the association campaigns on helpless yet caring. Besides, a letter was also sent to the Chief Executive, Mrs Carrie Lam, appealing to her our frontline nurses were in distress and were very vulnerable with the ever-increasing number of beds, but not starving increase. The frontliners further point out that, under such circumstances, both nurses and patients were being exploited from reasonable standard of care. They urge the government to allocate additional resources and implement exceptional strategies to tackle the flu crisis. Over the past few weeks, patients, the public and the electrical members have shown their overall support to the campaign. Prompted by the campaign, the chief executive unexpectedly announced a special measure of year of $500 million funding to the hospital authority for instituting distinctive strategies to address the pressing issues of nursing manpower shortage that is further exacerbated by the deluge of research, and, hopefully, in such a way, could also boost the morale of frontline nurses. The association is indeed pleased with the positive response from the chief executive. Nevertheless, it is hoped that such additional resources should be allotted properly in order to ease the healthy workload of frontline nurses. To utilise the funding effectively, In our view, a number of short-term down-to-earth measures should be implemented, which include, first, establishing and regularising a staff replacement pool to alleviate manpower shortage due to staff day-off and additional bets. Second, revising the rates and flexibility of the Special Honorarium Scheme to encourage staff participation. Third, relaxing the threshold of the Continuous Night Shift Scheme to elastic staff deployment. Last but not least, enhancing clinical supervision watch staff during night shift by reducing the night supervision ratio. With regard to the hospital accreditation scheme, frontline nurses have all along filed complaints to us saying that there has been requests to handle piles of unnecessary clinical paperwork that are accreditation-related. Directed by such burden, Many of them are being pushed to the breaking points amid the direct patient care and laborious documentations, especially in the crisis of research. Obviously, quality patient care is the priority of all frontline nurses. Therefore, the hospital authorities should focus its nursing manpower on taking care of patients instead of drawing onto the processes of accreditation. All hospital accreditation activities should be suspended immediately. In early February, the association had a meeting with the hospital authority to discuss the details on how the funding should be spent. The above-mentioned recommended strategies has been tabled during the meeting. Recently, it is noted that the hospital authority, in response to our requests, announced a couple of short-term measures that are mostly in line with our proposal to relieve the pressure of our frontline nurses. Hopefully, When these strategies are being translated into action, the middle managers will execute the proposal prudently without abusing their power. Apart from that, I'm wondering if you could still remember that the chief executive have also pointed out that the hospital authority has to abolish an unreasonable personnel policy which has been adopted for the past 15 years. That is, all new recruits. Abandoned from the adjustment of a pay point for the first two years of employment. It is indeed an unfair personnel practice which is not only inconsistent with the remuneration policy of the civil services, but has also resulted in the brain drain of junior nurses. In fact, the association has been demanding the hospital authority to abolish this practice over the last decade. During the February meeting, the association has again reiterated our request to urge the hospital authority to not only ratify this unfair situation, but also reimburse those affected colleagues with an retrospective effect. In this connection, the hospital authorities saw a positive response and has agreed to review the related policy, work on the possible financial implications and propose some specific arrangements accordingly. The Association will continue our discussion with the hospital authority to follow up these issues and will take the lead to seek financial support from the government in the coming budget. In the long run, to help easing the food crisis, the hospital authorities has to concentrate its human resources in the provision and delivery of healthcare services instead of overloading frontline staff with excessive documentation and endless procedural activities that are related to hospital accreditation exercise. The nurse-to-patient ratios should be ratified in accordance with the international standards of 1 to 6. Besides, establishing nurse-led clinics in the general outpatient clinics can increase its service capacity and, in turn, help triaging some of the non-emergency attendees of the accident and emergency departments. Looking forward... The government should not only review the ineffective organizational and bureaucratic structure of the hospital authority, but also have the determination to reposition the health policy of Hong Kong. That is, to shift from a treatment focused model to a health center model, and to balance the resources allocations between primary, secondary, and tertiary level care. To retain talents, Renewation package, working conditions and training of nurses and other allied health professional staff should be constantly reviewed in order to ease the problems of manpower shortage. Have a great year of the dog ahead. Love, Uncle Joe. And that was Letter to Hong Kong with Joseph Lee, legislator representing the health services sector. And Letter to Hong Kong will be back next Sunday at 8.15am.